At ADP, we understand the importance of building the right team and offer the data insights to help. Just as importantly, our AI technology helps you pay the team accurately. Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the sidelines. This is your boy, Alan C. in the place to be. It is your boy, Ryan Williams. What's up, fellas? Another Shane Herb here. Welcome to the sideline. Feel like, feel like we, we're a week closer to uh, live sports again. Uh, I don't know. Well, I should say... Um, what, but we don't know. We don't know. Don't know. Last week, yeah, we don't know. We got boxing, so that's been fun to watch. Got UFC. I've been watching fight night. I think I'm going to get back in the UFC heavy. That's good. That's good. See, at least you got something to watch. Yeah, I was trying to watch that boxing the other night. I swear I was. I was looking at it. It was on. And I laid head to pillow and... That was it. That was the crazy thing. The night you wanted to watch it, every fight ended in a stoppage. Mm. <laughs> Literally, the longest fight went six rounds. See, I can, I can watch stuff like that though. That's the thing. I can really watch that. I just my work schedule been crazy. Day fifteen straight. <laughs> Man, money though. Yeah. Ah, let's jump in, man. Came out this morning. Players from the Dallas Cowboys and the Houston Texans have been tested. Some of them tested positive for uh, the COVID virus. The big name that's been put out there by the media is Ezekiel Elliott. In light of this news, it's saying uh, the NFL put out a statement. Well, well, NFL Network, I should say, has a statement saying the league plans to test players about three times per week for COVID-19 and isolate those who test positive. My question to you fellas, is the season even worth it? It's not worth your health, no. I think they need to... I don't think you can rock with a 53-man roster due to the circumstances. Um, I feel like you're going to need to carry at least three quarterbacks. One just in case COVID happened and one, you know, injuries, whatever. I think you're going to need to carry three this year. I think this is going to be one of those years. Um... And you just need to have extra players because, like I said, you got to deal with injuries and you got to deal with COVID for certain things. I believe a lot of the southern states following along with the the dude that, that lived in 1600, um, Black Lives Matter Boulevard, <laughs> um, 
they following along with him and, and pumping his base up, so they just opened up way too early. Uh, I mean, that's a lot of the Southern Republican states. I just felt like they opened way too early. North Carolina is surging. South Carolina is surging. Um, Texas, Arkansas, Kentucky. And these are all red states. So, they, you know, you follow your leader down the dark alley, you might get your ass beat sometimes. Hmm. I think it's a, uh, <clears throat> it's a challenging question with the, all the COVID spikes that's happening in all the big states in New York, uh, California, in uh, Texas, and, and so forth and so forth. It's uh, it, it, it almost seems like it's going to delay football season as a going forward, meeting with training camps or uh, just preseason games. You just don't know how it's going to go. Um, you want to play the thing about their health, but me being a fan and being uh, selfish, you take your sick ass out there and play football. So I can watch it during the, the fall, but I, it, it just don't. Until you see like it's getting right and all the spikes stop happening, it don't look good. My start on my point of view. So from all the the testing and. Well, I should say, like the doctors I heard talk about it, the the most the, the virus is the most lethal, the most fatal among those who have um, prior health problems or the elderly, right? Yeah, elderly and uh, young young kids in the certain really very young who have like you know, and then those who have health issues. Mm-hmm. Right. Respiratory issues, you know, and so forth. So the greatest athletes in the world, it's like I think the Asian Zeke said he feels fine, but he has the he tested positive. But fatally, it doesn't. So far, it doesn't seem like it'll affect anybody fatally. But I mean, it's still it's it still doesn't feel like it's worth it to to play. From a health standpoint, now when you start factoring the business side of it, and how this will affect salary caps going forward, how it will affect you know TV deals and all that going forward, you you understand why they're trying to you know test as much as they possibly can to salvage the season, mm-hmm. because that will put a big old it'll put the, the league back. It set them back quite a bit. Like, imagine believing that, all right, this, imagine, like, for instance, um, let's see, guys like John Clowney, the guys that's on the tag, that's on the tag, right? They plan on the tag this year and hoping hoping that they, they uh, earn their money, earn a big contract next year. And then, say this season doesn't happen. Next year comes around, the salary cap takes a mean dip. Then what? <laughs> then you just out of it, like man. Now you gotta play for less. It's a, it's a, you know what I mean? It's a losing situation. Legal lose a whole lot of money, a whole lot of revenue if the season doesn't happen. But you can't really have an effective season if you ain't got no players anyway. 
So it's kind of like, why even play if we if we're doing this? It's up at that point because you remember what even what Wal Miller has said when he said he took all the precautions and he having uh, asthma issues. He couldn't get his breathing right, and he didn't know what, what was wrong until his uh, his girlfriend told him to go get checked. It. Mm-hmm. He got and yeah, he had COVID. And he had to get himself right for two weeks. So you just you never know what the cause. Right. How clean you are. You can go somewhere and sit down in a hotel room and oh snap, you got it right then and there, yeah. and it can spread. Yeah. 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 I mean that travel would be me. Um. Like I said, I'm not even. I'm not staying at nobody hotel. Nothing. That's <laughs> something at all. Man, I just. I got niece with. You know. Uh, I forgot what it's called. You get your your body right. Yeah. Uh, what is it called? Immune system. Immune system issues. That I damn sure not going to avoid. Take any type of unnecessary risk to get sick. So. I mean, I understand for that that standpoint, but selfishly, I mean, who wouldn't want their favorite lead back, right? Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. It's a tough. It's, it's a tough decision. Take it. It's a tough decision if you want to play or if you don't want to play. It's gonna be interesting. This might be, <laughs> this might be the, just the year where no sports happen. Mm, not only where, that, you know, like, where the major sports just don't happen. It might it just might be that that year. Not only that well, though, like knows? TV shows, like you know, you got staffs that got to come in and travel and guest stars. The TV shows might not happen. Like you just might literally just be uh, reading books for a whole year. Just. Yeah. Sit down. There's a lot of movies. Like one show that I watched called Blacklist, they had to do it like a comic book digital type of style for the last episode of the season. So it was like, it's affecting all aspects of life. That's how All Rise was. All Rise was pretty much what we're doing right here. They had a case where they was doing a first case over uh, Zoom. I think it was like a Zoom oh, for uh, that's for a pork show. Did that. I want to see that episode. That's pretty creative. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. We'll check that one out. Well, yeah, just looking at it, and then like, um, unless there's like, I vaguely heard um, a vaccine that scientists feel comfortable with supposed to be available by like, like. Like December or somewhere, somewhere around there. So even then, it's like we gotta wait until the vaccine happens, and that's the soonest. It's like forget everything. <laughs> it's just like a year, just to, like I don't know, do entertainment over. It's crazy, man. Crazy. Even just watching the boxing and how. Um, like in between fights, you know, it took the the, the extremes that they uh, went. You didn't have nobody in the stand, so as soon as the fight is over, the players—I'm sorry—the fighters and everybody get out the ring. You got guys wiping everything down the entire ring, the ring posts, the ropes, 
steps, everything gets like sanitized immediately. And even the, the interviews, they're like 16, they like six feet away having an interview. And then it's like, all right, cool, now we can be ready for the next fight. It was some type of bowling. My fault. It was some type of bowling. Um, it's like specialized bowling or whatever. I was watching. It was it was on ESPN. I wasn't really watching it. And the the girl went to do the interview and kind of forgot that she had to be separate. So he was like walking away from it, it was like an awkward <laughs> way of doing the interview. Like she forgot that she couldn't get close, so he kept like walking back. <laughs> Quarantined the whole building in Vegas where the fights was happening at, and everyone had to get tested. I think multiple times, fighters included. Everybody within the they had something to do with the car had to get tested. And out of over, I think you said 200, 300 people, only one person tested positive, and that was one of the female fighters. The fight got canceled. Mm-hmm. But I'm just wondering, like after the fight happened, you got. These guys sweating and bleeding all over each other. You know what's, what happens then? Like if if it comes back, they don't have it. You know that's an encouraging sign. Some would think, but then you know it's just it's so unpredictable. I guess with this with this um, virus. Yeah, like can have it for two weeks and not know. Yeah, it's crazy. Now, looking at the NBA, um, we was all excited last week. We had the date, July 31st. Matter of fact, the league, even according to Woj, pushed it, pushed it up, July 30th. Yeah. He was returning. And then um, Kyrie Irving comes out, and he he's, he's not for it. He says something smells fishy about it. And if I'm not mistaken, the stance he's taking is um, – Basically, how take advantage of the opportunity. The climate is extremely sensitive and hot right now with reality uh, and how they are. Um, how should I say? It? How they are uh, killing black people to do their job. <laughs> say killing black people is how you say it. Right. I'm, try- I'm trying to be politically correct, but just how they how they, how they kill the black people. Curry, <laughs> the military mindset of the police is how they how they treat black people. I, I keep it hundred. And he feels like if, if it goes back to basketball, it's gonna become a distraction. Where that's all everybody gonna be talking about, and then it's like it's gonna slowly die down. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be that cycle all over again. It's like we got a chance to break the cycle. Basically forget basketball. Let's focus on this. Mm-hmm. And Al, um, Austin Rivers, you have you have Austin Rivers. What he posted? Do you have it up? No, I don't. I can look it up. It was basically along the lines of, I agree with what you're saying, Kyrie, but we also have a platform that us playing will amplify that platform. Right. And how you know. Players, um, players, what's it? 
even sit in the league can't afford to miss the season. Yeah. To be to be to be fair, like most of them ain't making the money that Kyrie makes, LeBron, LeBron makes, you know. Oh, for my, those guys that, um, had those, those super super big contracts. They don't make it, so it's like, hey, the exact, you really can't can't afford it. The exact comment was us coming back will be putting money in all our pockets. With this money, you can help out even more people and continue to give, more importantly, your time and energy towards the BLM movement, which I'm 100% on board with. Um, he's, then he goes on to say, I love Kyrie's passion towards helping this movement. I'm with it, but in the right way and not at the cost of the whole NBA and players' career. We can do both. We can play and we can help change the way black lives are lived. Counseling or boycotting of, re- of return doesn't do that. In my opinion, guys want to play and provide and help change. So, thoughts. Can I be honest? He want to say something, but he don't want to say nothing. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna keep it a whole buck out here. When Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Went to New Jersey Nets. I'm sorry, Brooklyn Nets. My bad. Let me get out of. Let me get out of the '90s. <laughs> when they went to the Brooklyn Nets, the team name that I gave them was the Flake and Kate Connection. Because Kevin Durant, goddamn cupcake, and Kyrie flakier than than Grand's biscuits, yo, with the layers. <laughs> they go flaky. Every time, y'all just want, y'all just want to bail. Just no, we're not gonna do this. We're gonna do this. No, we're gonna do it this way. Like yo, stay to a goddamn stance and stay there, nigga. You you playing enough? Are you backing out? Cause it's not gonna take. He's not even playing. He didn't say if he was playing enough. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like nigga, you was hurt. <laughs> Talk about no, we we need to stay out, nigga. You can stay out. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Oh, he just flaky to me, yo. He hurts. He, he got great ball play. He's just so flaky to me. So go back to our conversation last week, John Wall or, or Kyrie Irving. John Wall like a motherfucker. Sorry, <laughs> like <laughs> not even close. Um, so, yo, just too flaky for me. And it's not you're not gonna do undo 401 years of racism in the summer. That's just not gonna happen. It's not realistic. So you setting out a whole summer? You gonna do set out 400 years? Like. What are, you, what are you doing? Like, you can't undo 401 years of unjust, of injustice in a summer. That's not going to happen. <laughs> That's your take. That's my take. Flaky-ass Kyrie. <laughs> um, my take is, I understand both sides. I understand Kyrie saying that um, no distractions. It's almost like we're going back to normal. Like, things are opening up. Jobs are going to be calling people back to see if they can start working again. And um, before you know it, you're going to have games come back on playing, and it's not going to be less protesting. There's going to be less thoughts. I feel like he thinking on, on that um, standpoint that things are getting back to normal, that people are going to uh, stop focusing more on what we need to do moving forward with the Black Lives Matter movement. And on the other hand, you see people who, who want to use their, um, their sports as a platform in front of the camera more than ever and um, use it that way with money or with just um, words or like uh, LeBron and others so I understand both uh, points I just 
feel like if Kyrie want to sit out and make his point in front of um, rallies, let him do that. And if others players want to do, you know, use that platform as sports, let them do that. I mean, I don't knock both standpoints. It's just you see what's going on. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with the uh, sitting out the season. And for that, for because um, you feel it's going to be a distraction, when actually, I think the opposite happens. Microphones going to be in, in front of these players' faces after every game at halftime. They're going to talk about, you know what I mean? It's going to give the, the, the sports writers even more content to talk about. So what better time for a player to keep the narrative going by using his voice during that time to, to further say, listen, forget the game. The game was good, whatever, whatever. Let's focus on the movie. You know what I mean? You still can, like, like you still can do, you can do both. Like, yeah, you sure. can do both. You can hoop and ball out, and then when the mic gets the cameras in your face, you can talk about how uh, Breonna Taylor's killers still aren't arrested. You can talk about how um, the teens that killed the, um, the young man with the, in the, the room in the wrestling man a few years back, how that case never been solved. You can talk, you know what I mean? You, you can just bring up so much. How the guy in Vegas got choked out for selling water, basically. Like, it's so much. It's so, it's so much that you continue you can bring up mm-hmm. like like if me if I'm like the if I'm Kyrie Irving if I was if I'm if I'm any NBA player and I'm playing and it's like alright I got a chance to speak about the game I may speak about the game in the media and listen Rayshard Brooks was was killed that was a whole situation that could have been avoided the man said my sister lived two minutes from me I could walk I don't want to be in violation of nothing. I can leave my car here. Forget the car. And you steady talking over the man and trying to do your police work to fill your quota. And then it escalates. And the man is fleeing. You shoot him in the back. Like, that mentality ain't going nowhere. Unless, so it's like, look, nah. Yes. They still doing it. We still speaking on it. Yo, so you drunk. I'm going to go. You leave your car here. I'm about to call the car. We're going to wait for it. Bam, it's just a two minutes down the street. We good. Like over policing in our neighborhood has gotta stop, bro. Like But NBA players to me have and and you can see it because they all over your television selling you everything. They are the biggest billboards basically. Um because NFL their faces are covered while they're while they're playing. And baseball, their faces aren't covered, but nobody watches it as much as basketball. So basketball is the perfect billboard because I know who LeBron is. I can see LeBron on TV, and he's not wearing a helmet covering his face with a visor. Right. <laughs> like, he's LeBron there. He's LeBron at Sprite. He's LeBron on Nike, and he's LeBron standing for Black Lives Matter. <laughs> yep. Interesting. Did y'all laugh at uh, Pat Bev's comments? Pat Bev is a nigga. 
Like, this is why you can't get rid of the N-word. Yo, Pat Bev is the, uh, that's the only witness problem, my man Pat. Yo, that's a nigga. He gonna keep the butt all the time. That, that was hilarious. Bro, say we hooping, nigga. We hooping. That's what it is. <laughs> Bro, say we hooping, hooping. It ain't nothing personal. It's just business. Right. That's, that's true, nigga. I'm sorry. I take everything with Pat Beverly say with a grain of salt and throw that shit in the trash. <laughs> really? Yeah. Crazy, man. My man, Pat Bev. We hooping. We hooping. Let's get back to it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I just don't know how this how this bubble thing is going to work out with everything else opening back up. But. You got to see how the trial run with the, uh, you got run with the MLS, um, S is going on with that 22-man tournament. They're going to do in the beginning of June. I mean, not like middle I think it was the end of June or, or beginning of July is when they supposed to start that tournament. Yeah. Is when uh you can see how it's supposed to start working out. And when the basketball gets um incorporated with it, that's when you really gonna see how everything shake out. I'm trying to figure out I thought Disney World was open up like in a couple weeks. Or open now. I thought it was open so now. I, I never been. You mean tell me Disney World the campus of Disney World is that big where you can have the business going on yeah, the whole NBA on a whole other side. Well, you have like six or seven different parks in in Disney World. So the the worldwide the worldwide what's it something wide world of sports I think that campus you have a hotel on that campus and then you have a gym a fully a full court gym there as well. How many gyms do they have? I'm quite sure it was a couple of them. Okay. I've only seen that that campus of Wild World. The only part I've been in, in it was Magic Kingdom. That's the only part of Disney World I've ever been in, Magic Kingdom. I ain't never, I ain't never seen that suplex. I'm, I'm, I only seen, uh, I ain't been there since 96, so I know I ain't seen it. Yeah, I think it was like 2007 or 8, somewhere around there. Mm. So, like, you can see, like, the like how big that campus is, like. I thought they were moving ESPN. Like that's a big ass camp. I thought they was really gonna move from Bristol down there. Like that's how that big the campus is. Mm. That's insane. That that's wow. Man, you know, like grown men in Disney World, they can't go to downtown Orlando. Like that's that's the that's where the, the action is. Downtown Orlando. Disney World is pretty much for the kids, but downtown Orlando, where they close that shit down, it's like Bourbon Street, almost. <laughs> like a mini Bourbon Street. Yeah, because that would be interesting, like, you don't want no special treatment. LeBron get fed up, and look, I gotta get out of this, and then, like, oh, but LeBron did it. But <laughs> the 16th man on the bench can't, you know what I mean? All right, I'm saying you want like grown men in the hotel in, in Disney World. I mean, you got enough gems in there to, for practice for everybody and mm-hmm. and games for everybody. And but I'm saying you yeah. go from being in your house quarantine to being in a hotel room quarantine is not the same thing. Nah, you got some <laughs> in the house, right? Some of them. 
So yeah, they both for the apex of things they're not hurt. Right. Um I think Philly we haven't seen their prime yet. They still grew. I mean, they still climbing. They still learn how to play together. They still learn how to play together and I don't know if I want Embiid to be my best shooter. If I got Dream protecting the rim, I can live with. Damn, that's Westbrook and Harden, though. I can't go with Houston because Dream ain't gonna never touch the rock. So why would I go with Dream? What? Have you seen? And they figured out a way to get Clay Capella involved in the offense. No, you like you like Russell Westbrook. James Harden. I just know Dream ain't gonna never touch the rock. I love all three of them, but you're looking at two guys who average triple doubles for a season. Right, back to back years. Like I said, they can involve Clint Capella. They put the ball in the air for themselves. Dream gonna touch the ball. Listen, if they can figure out a way to get Clint Capella involved in the offense, Dream is involved in your offense. In Atlanta, okay, yeah, true, exactly, exactly. Clint Capella, that's. Offense? That's what I'm saying. He, that's not an offense. Dream is. Dream's going to get involved in the offense. Yeah. <laughs> Dream is not getting involved in the offense. It's not inside out. It ain't got to be inside out. It's the Clippers. That's what I'm thinking. That's the only team. The Clippers? Yeah. I mean, they do all three of them are, are, are two way players. I mean, I don't really like the, the term, but both all three of them are two way players. Only one past their prime is CP. 
Right. And, and he's still a top 10 point guard. <laughs> In my eyes. I don't know about y'all, but to me, he's still top 10. Damn, I just don't trust Middleton. I, I really want to go with the, the height of Milwaukee. I just don't trust Middleton. He's shaky. Don't trust Middleton. He's shaky. As what? As a third option. He's shaky. Well, you can say the same thing about CP3. When they get in the playoffs, the nigga's shaky. No, CP3 is the living in the playoffs. They just always hurt. The Clippers was always hurt. They always deliver. He assists, he gets steals, he gets blocks. He does everything else well. All right. All <laughs> right, so you got, so you got, you got, um, you, you basically got the, the, the average 90s power forward. <laughs> you got Otis Thorpe, basically. Y'all don't disrespect. How <laughs> good rebounder who can make good outlet passes and, make, and get steals and athletic. You got Otis Thorpe. That's basically what you're saying. No disrespect to MVP as, M- as Otis Thorpe, yo. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah, at least Scotty Pippen. At least Scotty. Come on, yo. At least Scotty, yo. He's not. Even a defender. He's he not. Well, offensively, he's Scotty. No, sir. Scotty can shoot. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. Can't you're right. <laughs> and, then, and then his slow release, it's like he can take 45 minutes. That's but when he, he on, he on, though. Uh-huh. Said so when he on the the ten out of eighty two games that he's on, he actually on though. When he on, that's four shots in a row, followed by sixteen layups, and nine from nine from the line. <laughs> Come on, man. All right, it might be Clippers. If it's going, if it going, it going. No matter what you do, <laughs> it might be the Clippers. I do want to pick. I, I kind of do didn't want to pick Milwaukee because like man. Kareem is just Kareem. Right. Unreal. But Especially Milwaukee oh, Kareem. That Clippers trio is just sick, man. Milwaukee Kareem, that got, what, two or three MVPs there? Maybe four. Can't remember. Was That is sick. Ain't nobody mm. give Utah a thought? Hell no. Like one, definitely two. Yeah, he on his way. And three, like who the fuck would he go? <laughs> really nice. Spider's one of my favorite up and coming players. Carl Malone is, I mean, second leading scorer for in the NBA for a reason, in NBA history for a reason. I just don't. Carl Malone is the least clutch player. The least clutch superstar in NBA history to me. What? He's the least clutch superstar in NBA history. Explain yourself. Oh, I was, oh, my bad. I was. I looked at something. 
Yeah. Yeah, he did. Explain yourself. The least clutch yeah, superstar in NBA history. 97. Because of the two championships, or is it, is it more? Does it go stand, stand back for something? I mean, it definitely it, it definitely is the two championships. I mean, 97, he had the line. Y'all ready to take the lead? Scotty Pippen walks over to him. Just remember, the mailman don't deliver on Sundays. Clanks him. Nigga, y'all could have went up on the Bulls, but nope. I'm talking like he's the second scorer in NBA history ever, except for when it comes time for the clutch. And he still was shaky in the free throw line. Like, come on, man. And you got Dennis Rodman. You got Dennis Rodman in the post. It's game six. If you win this game, Scotty is not playing game seven. Scotty is a deep toy, a decoy with a bad back at this point. He is not playing Game Seven. You forget to look for the number one guy that's doing everything on the court. Like, how do you lose where Michael Jordan is on your court and still not score? Like, dude, you're the second leading scorer in NBA history. You got to score in that situation. Dennis Rodman was not what we consider Dennis Rodman to be. It's two different games. It's two different games. Two Wait, different he games. That, he helped that team go through the Western Conference not once but twice. Damn, almost three times. So. And he helped my Lakers go through the Western Conference the third time. Allen got to be high. Carmelo is a great ball player. He just not clutch to me. You know what it is? You know what it is? It was That's- a year when he came and he went to the Lakers. Then that championship. He oh, got hurt. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Oh, dude. That's what it really Alex is. Alex by somebody, by a player that affects his team. That's what it is. That's it. Now it's making sense. Carl is dope. That's what it's making perfect sense. It makes perfect <laughs> sense now. That's, how, that's what we're going to leave it with. Carl Malone's a great ball player. That's making sense. He's a little rapey, but. You're not clutch. You're not clutch. You know why? I shouldn't, I shouldn't even thought about that that long because he thinks about it the same way as Chris Paul, even though it wasn't Chris Paul's fault. I mean, I can't blame David Stern. David Stern ain't worth us no more. Rock the peace, David Stern. See? But I, I said the Clippers. I want to find him what he averaged in the finals. I really want, I really want to find That second finals, he was giving. He was giving. Um, I think he was giving. Dennis Rodman at 30 every night. He probably averaged like 34 that one. You act like he was, uh, he had a Patrick Ewing moment and he, he put up a shot that went in and out. When he didn't even get to put up the shot, though. That's the problem. <laughs> it don't matter. Ew. You can't see. It's a, John, I know, I know the other thing it is. Mm-hmm. You know, Al Lowe, Al, Al St. Michael Jr. is one of his favorite players ever. Like, like all of them. Yeah. However, he's the only one low key, not even low key, who finds who, who wants to take a shot at Mike every chance he gets, at least once a day. How's that a shot? I just don't put him on the pedestal. Instead of you saying Mike did a great job of recognizing this play that they ran previously, I'm gonna double back and take it from Carl. You saying no, nah, it's Carl's fault. You supposed to know where Mike at? Mike made a heck of a play. He made a heck of a play, but if you're clutch, you're going to know where he is. All right, you got eyes in the back of your head. So, in a split second. You, come on. So, Larry Bird didn't know that, the, that Dennis Johnson was running the baseline when he made that steal? 
Come on, you know what your players are. When I when Larry Bird made that steal from from Isaiah Thomas and made that clutch pass. No, what I'm saying is Larry. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying Larry Bird knew where his team was. If you're a clutch player, you know where your team is. That was a bad clutch moment, yeah. That wasn't clutch at all from Isaiah, but that was very clutch from Larry. You know where your team is. You got to know what's going on in that situation. But you see what I'm saying? Now you, you nitpick it. Like, you got to know what's going on in that situation for me. You got to know. You got to know. Could have beat him. I was there for the taking. It's Carl. It's Carl. I can't. I can't call a man who been to the finals twice and push and push the Bulls to six games twice. Unclutch. I can't do that. Everybody pushed the Bulls to six games except for the old ass Lakers. You gotta finish the deal. The second time you had the deal right there. And that's not but see, see what I mean? You I had the deal. It's three seconds left. Well, it's more than three seconds, but it's right there. You make this shot. Ain't to say that Michael Jordan ain't gonna go right down and make another bucket. And I'm not saying that Mike wouldn't have went down and made another bucket. But it'd have been the three point game. So Mike would have had to make a three. <laughs> These are key moments. You just said you can't say. Two moments. <laughs> Two moments he messed that money up. He's the most unclutched superstar ever. You just said you can't say a man that went to the finals twice in a row isn't clutch. But if he messed up in the finals twice twice in a row, you still can't say that? Al. Al. Well, Al, you nitpicking one moment. His 20-plus points or whatever he was averaging... If he's not doing that, that's unclutch. So, hey, hey, real quick. Clearly the best player on his team. Hey, real the quick. second best player on the floor every night. So it's like, that's, that's clutch. He's second to Michael Jordan every night. Yeah. Like, come on, boy. That's clutch. Hey, hey, did you say the same thing about LeBron James? About him not being clutch? Going to back-to-back finals and losing? This is just for Al. This ain't for her to answer. Of course he gonna say yes. Who, me? <laughs> nah. Yeah, I'm 40, like 40. No, I'm about to say, Braun put up points. Braun ain't fade away, nigga. JR did. <laughs> See what I mean? See what I mean? <laughs> JR faded away from the moment. Braun made the, the clutch pass. Okay. Right. One moment, y'all. I mean, what else you want LeBron to do? This nigga average. <laughs> Crazy. The first. Iguodala got an MVP from holding LeBron to 38 points, 12 assists, and 10 rebounds. And that's your MVP. LeBron did his shit. He did? He did? 
And LeBron did. Kyle Malone did his shit, but he took an L, so you can't knock what Kyle Malone. Kyle Malone wasn't dropping 38, 12, and 10. He should have had 48, 12, and, and 15. <laughs> that's your logic. If that's your logic, Al, I'm going to hide up what you try to say. <laughs> you lost to some old G's and then some, some old school basketball play, which you hate because you call boring. And then you lost to some young G's to do it the same way. They just faster. Light skin. Cole put up buckets. I'm telling you, that second finals was Cole then put up buckets. I said that. Cole was giving Dennis Rodman that work in that second finals in 98. That's why I said, yo, just make the bucket. They would have had to make three points. Just make the bucket, yo. <laughs> Just make the bucket. Because it's the one bucket. Make the bucket. bucket. It's a clutch bucket. Make that bucket. <laughs> now he's so the most unclutch ever. So would you, would you say um, Jason Kidd is not clutch? I want to say that he is clutch. I'm not going to say he's not. I've never really looked at him like that. J.K. has always been one of my favorite players. I've never looked at him like, all right, J.K., we need a bucket, go get it. I've never looked at him like that. So I don't know if he actually did that. But he, he the point, I mean, he's one of your focal points of a player. Yeah, he makes everybody around him better. That New, that New Jersey Nets team ain't had no business being in two back-to-back finals. That man had 31-11-7. 31-11-7. Give him buckets. And he won. And Needed 33. And he was, and he was close. Needed 33. <laughs> You got that 33, nigga, you might have a ring right now. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hey, boy, that's pretty good, Al. That was a good one. You get 33, you might get a ring, and, I mean, your second best player you had to play on the Bulls would have been Kuku. You could have said Jerry Sloan was unclutch. Because even after Mike hit the shot, he drew up a play for John Stockton. And John Stockton was trash the whole game. John Stockton got him to the, to the finals. I mean, yeah, got him to the finals against Houston. That was the year before. Okay. <laughs> I know he, he beat Houston with a shot. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, yo. Al's logic is if you had a chance to beat Jordan and you didn't, yeah. you're sorry. I didn't say it was sorry. I never said Carl Malone was sorry. Never once in my lifetime did I ever say Carl Malone was sorry. I said he was a little rapey, but he's clutch. <laughs> I mean, not clutch. He's, he's a little rapey, but he's good. He's a great ball player. Yeah. Just a little rapey. And a, a pitch-poor father. Whereas I can't really say nothing about because I'm not a father. So I can't say anybody else is a pitch-poor father. Alright, man, the other one, Alpha's in the shopping to stop it. Kyrie will, will retire before LeBron. Shopping to stop it. I'm shopping it to the fullest. Why? What gives you the facts to, to, to support your uh, opinion? Because he's flaky. I already went to my whole rant about him being flaky. 
Y'all gonna see all the love KD get when he come back and KD being quote unquote the best player in the league if he at the same level and the flick shit starts. So they got nothing to do with basketball. That is basketball. That is basketball. You gonna you gonna flake out. So why not just just go to a different team instead of retirement? How many different teams you gonna go to? <laughs> He's still Kyrie Irving. Like, I mean, how many different teams you gonna go to, yo? He only been on what three? You got Cleveland, Celtics, Nets. You got twenty seven more. We got 26 more because it looked like LeBron staying in L.A. They got 26 more. Huh? 26 more. <laughs> I'm going to stop it. And he damn sure going to be a, a third wheel to LeBron and A.D. Listen, I always felt like Kyrie Irving didn't get all his hate until he left Cleveland. So, it don't matter. Um, At the end of the day... He can have he can say what he want to say about what's going on and not want to turn back this year, but that don't mean he ain't coming back. He ain't he's retiring. He got a thing to prove that he he's one of the greatest point guards out there, or he want to win some rings at a different spot. And he I feel like he's gonna do it. I'm not I'm not saying do it like win the championship. I'm saying like do it and and competing and prove and trying to prove that you know he he a dog out here. So I'm gonna stop the question. I'm stopping it quick. LeBron probably got what, like four years, three, four years left. I would say three. Hmm. That was trying to be nice. This year, seventeen. I would say three. But, but I think Kyrie ain't going nowhere. Kyrie got a long career ahead of him. Like John said, the man is competitive, and like. The media, is, the media flips it, whereas he's the villain and everybody hating on him and all this and that. Mm-hmm. But, truth of the matter is, on that court, it's a bad man. <laughs> on the soul. <laughs> you can't put a soul in front of him, it's going to stop him. I'm sorry. Not, mm-hmm. not his, you can't put a soul in front of him, boy. That narrative can't be nowhere near true, especially after Kobe's death. Your idol just passed, and you expecting that man to retire when you all your game off of him mentality, and you think he gonna retire? No sir. Mm. No sir. Mm, I went left. Only way I can see him doing that is if, um, if well, I don't think he's that, that political, or or if he if he goes to camp, bro. Well. See the cat, brother. That's wrong. Um, if he if he says, "Look, I'm not playing, and I must take, the, I'm gonna take the fight socially, whatever, whatever." Yeah, I mean, if you go to Maya Moore route, yeah. Say one more time. If you go to Maya Moore route, over time, right? Yeah, that that that'll be it. But other, but and Maya, she's standing up for because she went was it equal pay, right? No, hers is um she was doing um criminal justice reform. Right, that's what it is, right? My fault, my fault. Yeah. Other than that, nah. He hooping, and he trying to get that crown back. Him and John Wall trying to get that crown. 
when they get back. That's gonna be fun to watch. And then stop that game and stop breaking and fucking legs in the kitchen. He'd be alright. Kyrie is a is a a hell of a ball player. I just sometimes I don't know where his where his where his mind is at. Off the court or on the court? Off the court. Man, on the court, the boy is a, is a problem. On the court, the boy is a problem. But he's still flaky. He's still flaky on the court. I mean, how many games? How many games he give Duke? Eight? Yeah, I heard. <laughs> okay. But so designed. Nobody was more flakely and off the wall than Dennis Robin. But you ain't had to worry about what he was doing on the court. Of course, he was crazy off the court, but you knew he was going to come to work and give you 20 boards. Don't yeah. worry about what uh, Kyrie doing off the court. Let him hit the dots and keep him moving. Yeah. Kyrie, I mean, that's the only reason he's not on the court is, is the injury. Because he was injury prone. That's it. Mm. I think he's flaky, but I, I could be wrong. I'm I'm fine being wrong to tell him right. <laughs> I don't believe that. Because I'm perfectly fine being wrong to tell him right again. So. Okay. I don't get the. It helped me because I, I fully don't understand the flaky comment. He's just, he's flaky. Like, he's just always trying to find his way out of a situation that's just, that he created. Like, example. You force the situation in, in, to go to Boston. They, you force your hand to go to Boston. And then when Boston is successful without you, you, you cop an attitude and they won't be back. They won't be back. Okay. Niggas didn't want you back. That's not the case. How is that? That's a media driven. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's media driven with Boston. Whoa. A slate actually Boston fan, yo. That shit is slaty. You supposed, we gave you the keys to the kingdom in Boston, and you flaked. You got hurt. They had a number one seed because of Kyrie. What are you talking about? He, he flaked what? out. He flaked out. He didn't want that situation. You're saying they did better without Kyrie, but when it came to clutch moments, they shot themselves out of the fucking gym because they thought they were better than Kyrie, and they let that success go to their head, and they got walked home like everybody else did and watched Cleveland go to the championship. About to say, everybody else got walked by Cleveland. Didn't they go to the finals like four straight years? No, no, you, you ain't here. <laughs> everybody got walked by Cleveland. But, no, but you still missed it. You missed it. John talking about the first year they came together. If Kyrie is healthy, they beat Cleveland. It's just that simple. They beat Cleveland. Possibly. The following year, I just talked about the fact that the following year. They might they not get there. Kyrie scapegoat. Kyrie became the scapegoat. The coaching was worse. His rotation was worse. He, he kept trying to force feed Gordon Hayward in the starting lineup. And the synergy was up. But then, now Kyrie's the scapegoat. Everything is better now without Kyrie. I mean, Kyrie can't play scapegoat his whole career. He can't play. He can't play scapegoat his whole career. If everywhere you go, somebody is saying the issue was you, nigga, the issue might just be you. But in Cleveland, the issue was if they had Kyrie, they would have won a championship before. Uh, he know. was hurt. Okay. I mean, I don't. Hey, John. John. 
everybody hated Kyrie and Cleveland because they want him to, to stay sidekick. Exactly. Why are you trying to mess up a good thing? Why don't you just be the sidekick? Um, I got rings. I'm trying to be the man. I'm trying to lead my team. Ain't nothing. I'm trying to lead the team. That's fine. My team was taken from me because LeBron came back. That's fine, but that's also flaky. You're winning. We're winning. Now I'm going to force my hand out of this situation. That's flaky to me. That's fine. You can stand on your own two feet. But we're winning. <laughs> we're winning, and people are saying you're the reason that we are winning. Because without you, we lost to the Warriors. That's what you just said. So you are a key point of us winning. <laughs> Whatever team you play for. Whatever team you play for. Oh, oh, you, oh, oh, you forgot. If 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 he if Jerry West ain't ain't give a gift, he was going to, he was going to Chicago. You forgot about that? No. No. LA. Send me to Chicago. I went out. Did he go? No. Did he go? Apparently, apparently he pulled Shaq out, and then it wasn't going his way. I went out. Did he go? So Kobe is flaky. Did he go? How you gonna make up a whole bunch of excuses for one man, but sit here and deny the other side for another? Right. That's flaky. Just because you're your favorite. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I just want yes or no answers for these two these two questions. Did Kyrie right now, Did Kyrie Irving play his whole career in Cleveland? Or did he go to Boston after Cleveland? Yes or no? He went to Boston, correct? Okay. Kobe Bryant played 20 years in a Laker uniform. Did he not? That's a fact. All right. Then where's the flaky? Okay, I went out of a situation. No, I'm going to sit here and make this situation good. I went out of a situation because we aren't winning. Kyrie, I went out of this situation because we are winning, and I'm not the reason that we're doing it. Like, what? That's not flaky. Ow. Ow. So Shaq is flaky? Don't try to money ball us. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So, it, it's funny because it's, it's the same situation. Oh, was it 2004, the Lakers lose to Detroit, right? Right. Yes, sir. Chicago. Let's pause it right there. Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. So, so all that, that that's his mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving gets drafted, is the man of the team. LeBron comes back. There's no issue. They win what? They win a ring, right? Mm-hmm. Win a ring, go to finals, what, three, three times together? Three, four, whatever? Three, yeah. They lose they lose to Kevin Durant and go to state. Mm-hmm. Right? Kyrie Irving, damn average is 40. Going crazy. You know what? It's rumored that LeBron, no matter what happens, is leaving Cleveland. Kyrie saying, you know what? I want to leave my own team. Cleveland, instead of holding on to Kyrie, 
They ships him away. And still loses LeBron. Okay. They shipped him away. Nah, nah. You want the only team to get you. You're selfish. You don't want to be the leader. No. Bye, bye. Instead of instead of doing the same thing that the Lakers did with Kobe, you know what? Kobe, I know you want to leave. I know you want to leave. We about to ride Memphis. We really about to ride Memphis to get you some help. Kyrie, I know you really want to leave. You want to be the man. LeBron is leaving. You can let him walk. You're going to trade him LA and bring some assets to you. It ain't go that way. Right? Mm-hmm. Both of them in the same situation had the same mindset. But one is considered flaky because he got traded away and the other didn't get his way. But why did Kobe... Why did Kobe want to get traded? Why did Kobe want to get traded? Because the organization wasn't helping him win. Exactly. I got Chris Mim, Kwame Brown, and Smith Parker. Because y'all trying to save money from the goddamn luxury tax. No, we not money balling my team. Nigga, I want to win. Kyrie Irving, we are in the finals. And then... They were in the finals. Ow. Wait, 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 wait. Not only did they lose, even after they traded them, they lost again. And not only that, they traded him. They lost. Hold up. Hold up. I'm not mistaken. This is how bad the organization was. And how stupid. Actually, how stupid. We all know Cleveland is a bad organization in every sport. I mean, I mean, I I didn't tell I didn't tell Cleveland to trade Kyrie Irving for Isaiah Thomas. That's not I didn't tell the niggas to do that. I didn't tell you niggas to trade Kyrie Irving for uh what's your that's over in Utah now? I didn't tell you to trade Kyrie Irving for that. <laughs> that's just Cleveland being Cleveland. Like Cleveland makes bad moves no matter what sport it is. Even Boston wasn't even on his list, John. Boston wasn't even on his list of places to get traded to, right? And he and he gets Boston to the number one seat and gets hurt. And then after that, it's like the whole world forgot. Oh damn, we was the number one seat with Kyrie. He just got hurt. Nobody forgot. They just did so well. As soon as, soon as, as soon as it came back, as soon as he came back, and the chemistry was all, it's on those Kyrie fault. Like, How's the Kyrie Ford not a coach? Well, how's the coach forcing a, a man with one leg to play more minutes than Marcus Smart or Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown? Why is he forcing that? That's Tatum a whole problem. That's not Kyrie Ford. Tatum is a problem. <laughs> so, so Tatum was a problem with the finals. Huh? I don't get the fucking I don't get it. Jason Tatum is a problem. He ain't supposed to lead a team. He ain't Magic Johnson, though. I said nigga Magic Johnson lead a team to the finals his rookie year. I'm going to go off it like this. LeBron's flaky. Shaq danced for flaky. LeBron's flaky. But Shaq flaky. Kobe flaky. Kyrie flaky. JD Cupcake flaky. 
Um, who else? Uh, Kawhi, Kawhi flicky as hell. Kawhi flicky as hell. Kawhi had a whole, Kawhi had a whole team. Mm-hmm. Kawhi had a whole team number one seed, and it came, and it was injured. Oh, no, I'm I agree with I agree with everybody that y'all said except for one man because one man played for one team. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's crazy, man. One man played for one team. Like I always said, when it comes to the narrative in the media, you go against LeBron, you're going to get killed no matter how you look at it. You oppose him, his his ring, his king ring, you're going to get, you're going to get murdered. Right, and, and then. Then the funny thing is that narrative changes as soon as LeBron joins the enemy. As soon as he comes to Lakers, no, we gotta kill LeBron. He ain't this no more. He ain't that no more. <laughs> it's funny how they do this, man. It is hilarious how the media does this. I kept it a buck all the time on LeBron. Just how my team get a ring, nigga. I'm they ain't in my top five players. They ain't never been in my top five favorite players. I'm saying favorite players. Now, I ain't saying he not the best player in the league. My top five favorite players is LeBron has never been in there for me. Yeah. Cleveland, Miami, Cleveland, or LA. He's never been a top five favorite player to watch for me. Wow, man. I kept that. What else we got on the mix? What else we got in the mix? I'm tripping off. Uh... Bryce Harper's trying to play for the Eagles. I'm confused. What did you say? Bryce Hart was trying to play for the Eagles. <laughs> you said it. I heard that right. Next. <laughs> All right. I thought I heard that right. Bryce Hart out to the Eagles. Was good after uh, Rob Manfred says the MLB won't. There's not a hundred percent chance to come back. Team to sign cat. 
Now, my question is, you can't want to play football. And if so, is he comfortable being a backup quarterback? Because hmm. every team in the league right now has their starter. If they didn't, Cam Newton would be signed. I think you can't look at the market and right now and say he's gonna he want to come in the league and have a starting position or even a fight like he gotta see come in the league and be like I'm gonna do a backup wait for my time to hit and then go about that way. I mean then we we have to remember there was a team that was willing to make a trade for Colin Kaepernick, but it just wasn't the money that he wanted before all this went down. So it wasn't like that teams didn't want him. It was the fact that San Fran didn't want him no more. And when the protests hit, he just went their separate ways. Hmm. So I just, if he does get another chance and he wants to play, it's going to be a backup role. I agree with that. I think, like you said, every team has their quote unquote starter already figured out of who they want the starter to be. Um, but I look at places like Indianapolis who have their starter and then they have a rookie. Huh? And their backups. Right. They have a starter and then they have their rookie and then you still have Jacoby Brissett for another year. So I look at teams like that and I look at teams like Jacksonville who has their two best quarterbacks are Gardner Minshew and Josh Dobbs. So I look at a team like that. I look at a team like New England who has stayed the kid and Brian Hoyer. And one of those are penciled in as a starter. Or Miami who want to give Tua a full year off, but they also want Tua to play. Like if he's healthy, go ahead and go out there and play. He won't learn anything from a clipboard is what Brian... Flores is saying, but right now you have Fitzpatrick as your starting quarterback. I've said at the beginning when we were talking about COVID, I think teams are going to need to carry three quarterbacks this year just because anything can happen with COVID. You're fighting COVID and injuries. So do I think Colin Kaepernick after three and a half years should be one of the top 32? I don't think he's there. I think he was one of the top 32 barely after 2016. So, saying he's a starter spot and Cam Newton's not even signed, that's not even a question. Because if you're asking me, it's Cam Newton over Cap. That's, I don't think that's a far fetch to say a former MVP is better than somebody who wasn't. But if he's one of 64, I think he could be one of 64 or one of 126. However that math work out. 
think that was that had to go with the uh, <clears throat> the coaching staff that he had, the style that they, the um, type of style that he was in, that he was used to on the read half the field. What he had to do was read two, three reads in one area, and he was good. But once you get different coaches, different playbooks, nah, you gonna have to want to practice a little bit better and, and see the field a little different. Help me out. Was his last year also Jim Harbaugh's last year, or he played after they fired Harbaugh? He played. He played after. Okay. Something came across my my phone that said um, here because of um, his relationship with our OC. Yeah, I think him would be a good fit. Um, well, because I know I was seeing no. reports that Rob said that he he wants to be a starting quarterback again in the NFL if that's possible, so and. We already have our we already have our third quarterback. I mean, I'm not against cutting trace, but we did draft him. <laughs> well, but then even even that, I think here is because Huntley Huntley is um, uh, undrafted. You are. Herb, it was uh, um, Jim Tom Sula and Chip Kelly. Okay. That's what his face. That's the thick mustache and the slick. That's yo. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the name. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Hold on, he had Chip Kelly? Uh, uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. I think he played with Chip. That's bad. That's probably why I ain't got the league right now. Race his ass chip and put him out the league. Not where he had those three winning games. <laughs> he gonna throw hundred and three touchdowns, and he gonna throw four hundred for four picks. I mean, you just what I say. Yeah, so that's why I, I don't know. With this guy, I don't know what he's gonna do. <laughs> I mean, it's hard basing off a of three and a half years of absence, and a lot of his game was built on athleticism. It's kind of hard at this point. Guys, back then, linebackers has changed drastically since then. 
Yeah. Like, he was running past Ray Lewis for a little bit. Like, <laughs> a lot of bit. And that Super Bowl, he wasn't really getting outside of Suggs. Nah. Nah. So, I'm just saying. He wasn't, he wasn't getting outside of Nada. His, his big runs came when Nada got hurt. <laughs> right. So, I'm like, I don't know. I really don't know what he's going to be. Three and a half years later. I'm glad none of y'all got, got, got special said he better than Jameis. I'm glad y'all didn't go that far. Nah. I think Jameis is actually pretty good. He's just not good under pressure. Like, <laughs> or he's trying to do too much under pressure. I don't think he's a bad quarterback at all. Listen. Al, 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 I'm sorry. Al, I'm Listen. sorry. I, nigga I, I, can't see. Listen. Everybody but the nigga was the same jersey. And I can get Captain Rock still. Jameis is yeah. slow than a white person with a um, new back. It's 998 right now. Fuck that. That nigga better than Jameis. I can guarantee. If, if, if we want to chalk up his, his, his career as far as being like having games where he throw four touchdowns and turn around and throw four picks to the fact that he can't see. He got that corrected. Drew Brees is one injury away from not getting his spot back, if that's the case. Because if he can see, he going to like this up. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Cause Shorty, when Shorty is on, it's like, man, Jameis is nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I like Jameis. I ain't got no issue with Jameis over in Florida State, but... I think he's nice. I think he's a good quarterback. He just don't really play well under pressure. And that's a, I think that's a lot of quarterbacks. It's a lot of un, it's a lot of unathletic quarterbacks, let me put it that way. They just don't really play well under pressure. I mean everybody always say move make Tom move off his spot. <laughs> oh, petty moment. Uh, uh, am I the only one that's kinda like happy? Knowing that um, Tom Brady's last pass in the Patriot uniform was a pick six. No, I was thinking about that the other day. <laughs> I was like, damn, Tom, your whole career was great as a pitch, but it's like you ended on a pick six. That whole game was some shit. His whole, yeah. His whole yeah. last game with the Patriot was not one that Tom would want to remember. Majority of that season, but ain't nobody gonna see it. I'm like, all right. I was just telling my brother, like, I've never been so happy to play the Patriots as I was last year. I was like, there's no way these niggas could ever beat us that year. Like, we would have to play the absolute worst game. We would have to play Tennessee game for, for New England to beat us last year. It's crazy. <laughs> like that being the eight o'clock game, I was like, yo, I'm pacing so hard. To watch this game, but I know they ain't got nothing for us. And you don't ever have that feeling against, against New England. <laughs> Y'all really believe Tampa Bay is going to uh, make the playoffs? They're going to be. I think they'll be a seventh. Because I got two teams. Damn it! I, I let it, I let the cat out the back. I got two teams better than them in that division. Saints win it for the fourth straight year, and then. Atlanta. 
been a wild card, and I think I'm gonna say it's a, a toss up because at the end of the day, you got the you got the NFC North who had three teams who had good who had good records and couldn't get in. Then, but you had teams as whack as what's that? The NFC East who <laughs> barely yeah. shouldn't have had nobody in the goddamn playoffs. So we got to see how it, it shakes up for the uh, as the seventh spot. How they going to do that? I believe they can win games enough to at least compete for the seventh or eighth spot. I mean, seventh or um, sixth spot. That's tough. So, so you agree with John that I'm, I'm sorry with Al that there's two teams better than in that uh, division. No, I think he added a team from the NFC North. Over. Right. Two years ago, and then you still got Hayden Hurst, you got Cal, you got Julio. Matt Ryan really gonna be throwing that bitch backwards. Whoever get it, get it. <laughs> we gone. But then you gotta look at that uh, the offensive line too. No matter how healthy you are, if you're not getting to that line of scrimmage kind of freely, you ain't you ain't getting to that second level regardless if you're healthy or not. But that's the thing, the offensive line was banged up. Right, I mean, that offensive line was banged up. Like first-round picks. The offensive line in that secondary was banged up. Yeah, that's, that's what killed them. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I, I just, I find it funny that, that people, the same people who say Tom Brady is is lost it, turn around and seem to leave and go to Tampa. Oh, no, is he back? They they gonna go. They, they they should have the best seed to go to Super Bowl. Like what? What? They caught up. I just want to see how their styles mesh together. That's my thing. Like what y'all gonna do? Because like, Arians is is aired out, and Tom Brady is short precision. Like right. how your styles and, gonna mesh? <laughs> and Mike Evans ain't no ain't no no solid route runner in the intermediate routes. Chris Godwin is going like so. Chris Godwin, Gronk, and uh, Break, and what's the other boy? OJ. OJ. They get all the targets. I'm guessing. And you throw it up to Mike Evans in the yeah, Mike Evans. Yeah. 
Unless, uh, or they better turn around and get a hell of a running back and then you take the Ravens formula. We're going to run this ride. We're going to hit the tight ends and crosses. And every now and then we'll go over the top. That's that's why I just can't put them any higher than seven if they make the playoffs. Because it's just too many styles they got to clash in a shortened offseason. I mean, they throwing the ball to each other. But you still got to get the whole offense together. Cohesion. Right. Your line, you just got a brand new left tackle. Like, that cohesion got to work. Right. Right. I, I'm not putting too much brain on that offense. Can you have a, a, a good enough defense to get you back into rhythm, to get you back into a nice um, um, field position? I think that defense right. is pretty good. Are you going to get turned over? It's going to turn it around a little bit. Yeah, right. I think the defense was pretty good. It's just that you getting short fields with Jamie Stone pick sixes. I mean, I mean, but they, they still turn around and gave up with like forty to uh, <laughs> to the Rams. They won the yeah. game, but they didn't give like forty. Hmm. Like I, I'm, I'm saying, like with the offensive driven league, offensive holding, passing the ferns, anything that happen, they gonna find a way for him to get down the field and try to get a game winning field goal stuff like that. Is can your defense hold up a lead or uh, get a stop for you to come back and get a lead? And that's well, that's that's been key in in, uh, in, in Brady's. Uh, last say that's that's going to be a big difference. Stay in the game and, and get turnovers in here and there. That's going to be a big difference between going from Boston to to Tampa. Is you know you you knew what your defense was going to give you. You know right. Gilmore shut down. You know, you know the McCordies do whatever they need to do. Right. Don't really have a have one man pass rush like how you had with with Shaq Barrett. You got a, a, a committee of pass rushers in, in New England. So that's going to be the biggest watching, difference. Watching that game pass of uh, Stephon Gilmore, it shows you the trust they have in that whole defense of what they expect out of each other. Yeah. And how he, he gambles and... and uh, <clears throat> oh. <clears throat> but boy, when he is wrong, he is wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Say so we got one of them too. He, he, talk, he talked about the John Brown play. Like, well, I know it ain't gonna happen again, but <laughs> if John yeah. Brown played with me, but if you get yeah. a chance, look what Devontae did to him. Mm. Devontae turned around. Adams. 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 Oh. Devontae did that to a lot of people. You talking Parker or Adams? Adams. Parker. Parker. Okay. Parker. Okay. Parker. Oh. Okay. I knew you. Talk, I knew you was in the same division. I can't remember if they played the Green Bay or not. <laughs> nah, Devontae Parker was flipping shorty like. Like I said, we got one right now with MT. I mean, I like him, but that's the thing about him. That's the one knock. You're going to gamble. You better hope that you're right. All right. Um, Chubba Hubbard. Hmm. Mike Gundy. Is it Mike Gundy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mike Gundy. Gundy. I'm man. I'm 40. <laughs> his 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 famous rant for people that don't know him is I'm a man, I'm forty. Come at me. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so apparently Kevin Hubbard says, um Kevin Hubbard obviously the nation's leading Russia um last season in college football said he will not be doing anything with Oklahoma State until things change. 
in response to a photo of Coach Gundy, a photo of Coach Gundy wearing an own T-shirt. Mm-hmm. That's one American news. That's a far right news network that's been known to promote conspiracy theories and is often cited by President Donald Trump. Stop calling him president. <laughs> I know you being respectful and politically correct, but I call that nigga no president. That nigga's just Trump. Because <laughs> he refused to put that president on Obama's name. They did everything but a goddamn president on right, Obama. Right, right, right. <laughs> I think it changes. If he sticks with it, it, it changes his draft stock. I think it also might change something at, at Oregon State. Let's see if they stick behind a player. Oh, let me, uh, before you continue, um, the president of Oklahoma State, uh, Burns Hargis, that's a hell of a name, said Monday in a statement, um, I hear respect the concerns expressed by our black student athletes. This is a time for unity of purpose to confront racially in uh, inequities and injustice. We will not tolerate insensitive behavior by anyone at Oklahoma City. Mm. Mm. Like they stand behind their play. So it's a, it's a split locker room? <laughs> Alright. Yeah, I should go first. Oh, so I'm, I'm going to listen. I'm going to take the Dabo route and listen. <laughs> um, like I said I think it changes college college football. Trouble Hubbard at the end of last year was just on fire. Um, he didn't get the, the notoriety that um, and rightfully so that Clyde Edwards Hilaire got towards the end of the season, but he was doing every, He was a one man wrecking crew. Him and um. J.K. Dobbins also in that same division, which is at the end of the season, they were just running it up. Right. So, and he was a junior last year. Everybody was like, yo, just come on out. You let me leave rushing. He was a junior last year. He could have came out and probably gotten that second, third round pick where he's pretty much going to be slated this year. So, is he. Stick to his guns and just train for the all season for the uh, for the combine. Or do they talk it out? Is the team divided? Like, it could be interesting. It could be it could be real major for Oregon State. No, Oklahoma State. Excuse me. Yeah, they were black and orange, but <laughs> Oklahoma <All right>. State. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, you gotta wait until the statement is made from the coach um, of the shirt, how he feels about things, and he's gonna set up apologies, stuff like that. But I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. All power to you. I mean, it, it is what it is. If you want to sit out this year, sit out. I mean, so I'm not doing nothing. What is, what is it? Let me quote him. Let me quote my man right. 
I will not stand for this. This is completely insensitive. It's everything going on in society, and it's unacceptable. I will not be doing anything with Oklahoma State until things change. As an O-line, we stand and support Chubber. That's what Kevin Jenkins posted on Twitter. Now, now the question poses is, what's been going on in, in that in that locker room before, in that organization that you feel like they're so strongly? And that's what that's my thing. I mean, has, that's, have you, that's my thing. Because have you? Look, I was saying, have you experienced any racial things going on when you was playing that room? Did you? Did you? Did something come off wrong and you address something years prior and now you feel like you want to bring it up or or you nitpicking at certain things that probably is not the certain way where he just got a random shit on the fish? Um, I'm not I'm not saying his concerns are weak. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying it's just certain. It feels certain people are trying to nitpick and, and clock chase at the same time to be in front of something of the face of anything. Mm-hmm. To get the most likes at times, right? Like, like, what? I'm not saying that uh, the Dabo Sunni situation was was right, which was wrong. He could have he could have had the coach address the whole team, and, and but at the end of the day, what you? What, why did you wait a whole two three years to bring that comment up? Hmm. When I he was cool afterwards, when you kept doing what you what you were doing, I just feel like some of these stories are just be like. All right, you wanna you wanna tell your story, but then now you wanna cancel people at the same time. I just feel like sometimes you're doing something for not the cause, you're doing it for uh, attention at times. Unless Mike Gundy is a racist, I don't I I, I don't understand a shirt a shirt that says own 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 own. I, I understand the Dabo shirt was just bad timing. Right. I understand the backlash of that. This one, you disagree with the coach on politics. And because of it, you're not going to play. Well, I mean, it's more than politics, I, though. Obviously, you, you disagree with the coach beforehand. But why did you go to the school? I think it's more than just politics, though. Like, so you believe it's Mike Gundy is somewhat of a a, a racist? No, no, I'm not saying that he's a racist. I'm just saying that racist. The same thing I say for people who vote for Trump. I'm not going to say that if you vote for Trump that you're a racist, but I will say racism ain't a, a deal for a, a canceling deal for you. Being sexist ain't ain't gonna ain't gonna cancel it out for you. Gotcha. So like politics is. You want, you believe that money should go towards space program. I believe money should go towards education. That's the difference of politics. Own network is black people are making this shit up. No, this ain't how this go down. That's not, that's more than politics to me. Okay. So that's why I said more than politics because the certain things that they say, they aren't being liberal. They're being flat out racist. And like I said, racism just ain't a deal breaker for you if you're rocking with own. Yeah. 
or you're rotting with Donald Trump. It's just not a deal breaker. It can't be because you know that this guy and these these networks and Donald Trump promotes and tweets out racist statements when a looting shot starts the shooting starts. That came from goddamn segregation. Segregationist. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but shouldn't you? Like, like we been like, oh my god, it's good. It's good to be. Alright. Like I don't believe that Mike Frank, Mike Gundy is racist. I've never heard any of his players say that he was racist. And like I said, his famous rant is him sticking up for his players. Like he's known for sticking up for his players. That's his rant. <laughs> Come at me. I'm a man. I'm forty. Don't call. Don't talk to these kids. He's 19, 20 years old. Talk to me. I'm a man. So I don't think Mike Gundy is racist. It's just that, like I said, I don't think that racism is a counseling factor for him. And you just got to, some people can live with it, some people can't. Gotcha. Like, I don't think Dabo is racist, but his his statement was, his statement was hilarious. I ain't mean to really circle back to this, but his statement was hilarious. He didn't say all lives matter. But he pretty much said it a different way. He said black lives matter equally. Like, <laughs> nigga, you pretty much just said all lives matter without saying it. <laughs> you, just hate, you just can't leave it at black lives matter. Just black lives matter equally. Like, nigga, that's pretty much all lives matter. <laughs> Feel like a lot of this shit is it's a train ride of, of, of fakeness for certain corporations. They just they don't they're not tell them how they really feel because they don't want to lose money. So you going to have a lot of uh, organizations, colleges, whatever. We support this, we support that. Of course, you're going to do it now. It's easier now. Before, right? It's easier now to say this because but the, the the climate of the, of the culture right now. It's easy. And it's easy for some but, people to nitpick and, and, and look at certain shit that is, is, is deeper than what it is. Like, like black people ain't just 
black people ain't new to the, to this country. We've been here for six hundred years. Now you want to cater? Like these these statements aren't they're they're a blanket to me. They're just Black Lives Matter. Well, let's let's see your your board. How many are you hiring? Am I just a, a quota? Or do you really believe that black lives matter and black lives can do everything in your company that that white people can? How, how are your golf games? Like, because you, you, that's the real board meeting. Is that out there on that golf course? I mean, black people are out there with you. Or are you on these white-only country clubs doing that? I mean, just the, the, like I said, the climate of the culture is... It's going to show the Black Lives Matter, which you really, I believe it more with your, with your actions. Like you got to follow it up. they more just just a hashtag that you want to put on, on your branding right now. Right. And right now, Mike, to bring full circle, Mike Gundy's brand, branding is saying own network. And... It's, it's a racist no, network. Not, not his branding. Not his branding. Uh, uh, the t-shirt he had on. That's your branding. If you're out in public and you're a public figure, that's your branding. So, let me see what this tweet said. Hold up. And it's not, and the thing is, it's a picture of him. I don't know who these white boys is. Anthony was a success. They went fishing. They went fishing wearing this shirt. That's his brand. Immediately, immediately, him backing his players went out the window. But that was his brand at first. Don't talk to my players. Talk to me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Immediately, that went out the window because. That's still there. What? Oh, it ain't. It is. How? It's gone. Like people, like, like I don't want to rush the judgment. I think, I think Chubba had had an impulse moment when he seen this shirt. Instead of just sitting there, like, hold up. Um, or maybe, like I said, maybe you know, he, he got just felt like he's. I don't know. I don't know. I just want. I was intrigued. I want to hear more. Get more than the story. Did he reach out? Was he a grown man enough to reach out to him like, yo, that shirt was disrespectful? I'm not, I'm not comfortable with that shirt, and this is why. Or did you just automatically tweet that, like I said, for clout and a wet end? Right. That's what I always say, man. This when 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 y'all when y'all was oh, uh, upset that Dabo decided to listen at first, I'm like, hold up. Sometimes not jumping out there and. Right off at the mouth is the best thing. Sit down and analyze. Like, it can be. At certain situations. We can sit there and, and see what's going on. Well, what I'm missing. I don't know. Oh, this this is wild. This is wild, man. But it kinda it kinda make me like feel like, all right, maybe he, he's on. upset, obviously. He went, you know, you gotta talk to coach. Take the shirt down, throw the shirt away, whoop de whoop, whoop de whoop. But if you really serious, go ahead and transfer. 
Why would you just shut up? Why would you shut up two years? Just go ahead and hop yeah. and leave. Don't transfer that guy. Well, this afternoon has been very disturbing. The tweets from the current and former players are of grave concern. So, I mean, it okay. might just be more. This is from um, Chuck Carlton, a um, Big 12. Now, uh, reporting on the Big 12 for Dallas Morning News. So, all right. So, he's saying that the statement from Oklahoma State, Mike A.D., Mike Holder on Gundy and the own controversy. This afternoon, it's been very disturbing. The tweets from the current and former players are of grave concern. So, now I'm wondering what the the former players are saying. Because that's that's what... That was my thing about Dabo. When everybody was talking about, oh, he, he may be racist. Is he not racist? Like, you've never heard... Um... Deshaun, um, DeAndre, Sammy, like these players who play for him that are black, that are voicing their their things, voice that he's a racist. Now, is Van Gundy's players saying that? I don't know. And he went to bed for him as soon as it came out. Right. So, hold up, nah. so, but I'm looking at A.J. Green, who was just drafted to, I think, um, the Browns. Okay. The corner. He, he tweeted, can't stay silent. Well, actually, I'm sorry. He retweeted Justice Hill. Justice Hill tweeted, OSU Athletics and University need major change. 100% support, brother, in regards to uh, Trevor Hubbard's uh, tweet. Hmm. See, that's... Jay Green said the same, can't stay silent anymore. Call the spade a spade. See, now that's more concerning than yeah. the, the Dabo, Dabo, because like I said, like we said, Dabo players came and said, no, he's not. That okay, man, he's toned that. Well, same thing with, with Drew Brees, he's toned that. Now, Mike Gundy, he got players coming out saying so. That's a whole completely different situation, right? So now it's like, hey, either change what was it? If you can't control what you control, what you can control, right? Yeah, if you can't change the environment, change yourself from the environment, yeah. Oklahoma City ain't making changes. All right, bye. Bye. This talent, yeah. Brandon Brooks has Achilles tendon today. Brandon Brooks, uh, Philly Eagles guard. So he out if they have a season. That sucks.
Not gonna let him do this, yo. When Bob McNair was alive, rest in peace, Bob McNair. When Bob McNair was alive and he called the, the Texas players inmates, Bill O'Brien didn't want to take the knee then. But now this nigga want to take the knee. Come on, yo. And I ain't trying to hold on and say he can't better himself. But that that's what I was just talking about when I was like, yo, you gotta be you gotta show more than just a hashtag to me. I'm sorry, your actions gotta gotta prove it. That's more than the hashtag. <laughs> That's it's easy to do it right now. Like all these players, all these, all these um, owners tweeting Black Lives Matter or putting the we stand behind our black players, but giving millions to Trump. Like, come on, brother! Like, what what, what cause are you with? <laughs> I pick one. You catch that on the fence. Race relations don't don't mess up your bottom line, so you can tweet Black Lives Matter as long as you keep getting your money from Donald Trump. Nah, shit gotta change, yo. I'm sorry. So 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 does that mean they they does that mean Oh you said they playing the fifty, never mind. Yeah, they playing the fifty. Like I said, voting for Donald Trump don't mean you racist, it just means you don't mind racist people. It's not a deal breaker for you. That means you're you're um what's the word, you're a capitalist. We're in a capitalistic society, so yeah, most of these owners are capitalists. <laughs> but, like I said, it, it, it's not a deal-breaker for you, so why are you putting Black Lives Matter? Obviously, racism isn't a deal-breaker for you. It doesn't It doesn't affect your bottom line, so, so why are you putting this? I, I'm, I'm sorry, I get passionate about getting DJ Trump out of this goddamn office in November. We got work to do. Real quick, how do you feel about uh, another topic that was on sideline talk that was uh, on a boxing page about Errol Spence comments? Errol Spence said that um, he don't get how Americans root for Tyson Fury, especially when he fight Deontay Wilder. When Wilder's a countryman, he always gonna ride with the countryman. That type of mindset. All right. All that sounds good. And you got to write to your opinion. Um, like for me, I, I, I'll always root for the black fighter. Unless, like, I, put it this way. I'll root for the black fighter. But if he worse than the other dude, I'm not betting on the black fighter. <laughs> <laughs> you root for the upset. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just a fact. Like, all right, yeah. I want, I want, go ahead, Deontay Wilder, yeah, much love, you're successful, you're great, but you're not going to be Tyson Fury. Sorry. Unless he's good. <laughs> yeah, you, it's like you're not on his level, it's just, like, it's what it is. <coughs> Anthony Joshua is black, but he's, he's from British, correct? He's British. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't. If you good, you good. Like, I don't think I, I don't think I've openly rooted for. I'm trying to think of a, a white fighter that I openly rooted for. Like that, I can't think of one. But ain't too many of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, in our, in our time. I mean, I was up. I was out of there by by Klitschko. I was I was done with the heavyweight and boxing by Klitschko and his ring. And he was and, and he wasn't that good. It just it wasn't nobody around. That's why I was out of it. As a Lennox left, it was like, all right, 
They ain't got no competition for real. No, Lennox Lewis is not a countryman, but I, I picked Tyson over Lewis like a dummy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I pick like me, I could care less. I pick who I think is the better fighter. <laughs> like, to this day, I believe Lennox Lewis is a better boxer than Van Holyfield, Mike Tyson, and whoever else in America you want to put in there. I think Lennox Lewis is the best heavyweight of my era. Period. Hmm. He's British. Like, period. He's best. And you might, like, the whole world loves Manny Pacquiao, and, but they wasn't touching Floyd Mayweather. Everybody loved Julio Cesar Chavez. I thought Fernando Whitaker was better. Like, it's, it just is what it is. Like, who well, I think hmm. is a better fighter? Fury is clearly the better fighter than Deontay Wilder. Ain't no if ands or buts about it. We got two fights to prove it. If Fury is Fury is from Brit is British, correct? Yeah. Okay. I mean, like I said, I just unless it's the Olympics, that's the only time I really cheer USA. That's the difference. Yeah. But I already know, nigga, I'm not cheering for you. I'm not cheering for Justin Gatlin if he's going against Usain Bolt. I already know that's an L. Yeah. That's an L. <laughs> I already know that's an L. <laughs> But I never really watched Deontay box other than say where did I watch him box? I think that's the story coming out. <laughs> you had the, his daughter was uh, um, special needs and all that, and he made he started winning a lot of fights. Got a champ was never really challenged. Still wasn't challenged when he had the belt, and then that's it. Well, it was a legendary fight. If anybody that was decent, it was winning rounds against Shorty. It was just he had that knockout power. That's yeah. it. You had the fat Cuban who, who couldn't last rounds and finally got caught. Right. And even when he knocked out Stavern, Stavern was winning rounds against him. Hmm. And Stavern was like six inches shorter. Like, come on, man. Hmm. Like, let's, let's just stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. I just, I just think it's funny how people want to be, oh, woe is me. Got a uh, Wilder and and y'all hating. This was the same man that glorified when Joshua lost the belt to the Mexican. Like he was on social media, like glorifying that he was weak and he the real champion and he ain't nothing. But then we got to praise another black man for losing when another black man down like killed another black man when he lost. Nah, so you yeah. keep it moving. Mm. So yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. That's probably another a conversation for another day. But like, I don't understand what. Let me ask you this question: 
is Deontay Wilder excellent at anything other than power punches? No. He's not even excellent at power. He's excellent at, at I'm sorry, he's a hell of a talker. <laughs> he can sell a fight. Okay. He can sell a fight a little bit, you know. Tell you, man, I want to kill a man in the ring. That's my goal. I want to, like, I really want to body in the ring. That's all right, cool. Make you want to tune in. But throwing a power shot, that's the only thing he's good at. That is it. He don't have a strong jab. He don't have a steady jab. He don't have a good head movement. He ain't got good footwork. He don't throw, he don't throw enough body punches. His shots are wild and looping. He, he looks like a prize fighter. It's like he, it's like he's, he's the black butterbean. Mm. The tall, skinny version. The black butterbean. You know how Big Shirley used to fight, you know, when she do haymakers? When you get your when you get your big sister and she throw the in a, in a girl fight, mm. I saw that act like when he feel like he about to he smell blood in the water. He just throws a whole bunch of dumb shit and, and eventually connects here and then. Hope something stick. Okay, but like I said I don't think I've ever seen Walter fight. I think I've actually just watched him fight, not Walter. You ain't missing nothing. You ain't missing nothing, Walter. Joshua, if they ever fought and Joshua can handle his power, he gonna knock Walter out. They didn't fight yet? I thought they did fought already. No, 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 no. no. Okay. Wilder, Wilder got spanked by uh, Tyson Fury. So, so Tyson might have looked on Joshua and then okay. we ain't gonna never see Wilder and Fury. I mean, Joshua. <laughs> we might see it, but they ain't really gonna have the same height. Hmm. I remember when I was at work and I thought, I could swear, that's the first time I heard those two names with Anthony Joshua and um, Deontay Wilder and people was talking about the them fighting. Yeah, and it kept they talking about yeah, we going gonna do it and then it didn't they fell through, talking about he's scared, he's scared. A whole bunch of talking back and forth. Okay. But boxing fans know Wilder don't belong in the ring with that man. Hmm. You don't. Unless like only reason you give him a chance is because he's super strong. That's it. So you gotta punch his chance. That's it. That is it. Because if, if, if Joshua be standing up to that power, he is whooping him easy. Mm. If power ain't in effect, he losing every he losing every fight. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Wow. Oklahoma State head coach says he's looking forward to making some changes and for help with criticize Gundy's shirt. Oh boy, this is good. Mm. This is good. All right, we just need to see it. I hope we see it. Yeah. All right, fellas, man, this was fun. We can do this again next week. Yes, sir. I'm, I gotta get live, get on live in the Facebook group at some point this week and do some live debates with the fans, mm. with the followers, and have a good time. I might do that from the Instagram page. That'd be fun too. You you hit you hit the Instagram. I hit the uh, what you call it, the group. Uh, go back and forth. All right, let me figure this out. All right, I'll take you out. Be blessed. Be productive. Be more. We love you. We out. Every year, compliance regulations change thousands of times, and every year, ADP makes thousands of seamless platform updates so businesses can focus on everything else, like running their business. Grow stronger with ADP, HR, talent, time, and payroll.